This is the Talk Theater in Chicago interview podcast. I'm your host this week, Ann Nicholson-Weber. And my guest is Deb Clapp, the executive director of the League of Chicago Theaters. And I've talked to Deb before. It's been about two and a half years now, I think. Um, But I thought it would be interesting to reconnect with Deb and talk as we're facing, um, obviously, a very interesting mayoral election and um, a change in the political uh, atmosphere in Chicago, possibly a very significant change. Um, Talk to Deb about political activism on behalf of the arts uh, as we go into this election. So welcome, Deb. Thanks for making the time to talk to me. Thanks for having me. And uh, you've told me, um, as we talked before the interview, that the League has gotten organized, uh, has gotten involved in a, in a very organized way, it sounds like, in um, in becoming political. We have. Can you tell me some of the things you're doing? Sure. Uh, we're partnering with uh, Arts Alliance Illinois. And we have developed a website, which is artspowerchicago.com. And on that website, um, people will find all kinds of information about the mayoral candidates and um, a petition that they can sign uh, urging candidates to develop a policy platform on the arts. It's very important for the candidates to have a policy around the arts and that the arts is a part of their thinking um, in all of their uh, policy making. The arts really permeate every aspect of our city. If you want to talk about jobs, I can talk about the arts. Mm-hmm. If you want to talk about crime, I can talk about the arts. Is it is it important, do you think, to to talk about jobs, to talk about crime, or can we just talk about the arts are good because the arts are good? Do you know what I mean? Politicians can't co- go back out and say... The arts are good because the arts are good. Right. So you're giving them... I'm giving them the information that they need um, to develop an arts policy that has a real impact um, in all of our lives. And we know that the arts are good because the arts are good. And... um, we know the ways in which, and many of them actually invisible, the ways in which the arts impact our communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I've probably said this before, probably on your program, but I live um, up in Lakeview, and right by my house is Oracle Theater, Straw Dog Theater, Profiles Theater, um, and... Uh, the impact that those theaters have on the neighborhood, on the restaurants, on the bars, on the, you know, the, just the, the nightlife in that part mm-hmm. of the city mm-hmm. is, uh, is really important. And there's probably a lot that I don't know about what they do because they probably all, um, work with the local school and they probably all belong to the chambers of commerce and, um, all of these ways in which we are, you know, really, um, deeply rooted in our communities. I don't think that that's something that, um, you know, even uh, the average person is fully aware of, right. even the person who, you know, um, comes, comes to, to the all theater, of your right? shows. Yeah. I, I, I guess there, there's part of me that has a skepticism that you ever make the case for the arts through these extrinsic things. I mean, if you if you if you're if you're intent is to reduce crime 
probably your very first strategy isn't going to be arts-related. If your intent is to make jobs, probably mm-hmm. your very first strategy isn't going to be arts-related. Those are extrinsic results of what we do. Well, not what I do. I'm not an artist, but what the, the people in the arts do um, that are great, but in some way maybe not at the core of why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and we've had, um, for what it's you know now several decades, um, a mayor who seemed to value the arts in part because he valued the arts. Yes. Um, and that, it seems to me, is where real political support is likely to come from, a personal connection on the part of a person mm-hmm. to artistic endeavor. Mm-hmm. Um, well, what do you see it as being at stake as Mayor Daley leaves office? Oh, I think we have an incredible amount at stake because I think during his tenure, we have um, enjoyed, as you say, a mayor who supports the arts because he knows it's good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that um, there are uh, the support from the city ranges from. Um, city arts grants that are made to all sizes of arts organizations throughout the city in all neighborhoods of the city. Um, DCA programming that the Department is of Cultural Department Affairs. of Cultural mm-hmm. Affairs um, that. Um, includes artists from across the city that again you know really reinforces that this is a city um, to which the arts are very important Mm -hmm. Um, you know things like some of the more um, innovative and you know big things that the mayor has done including um, you know creating the downtown theater district even something like Millennium Park I mean Imagine, you know, Millennium Park wasn't here when I moved to Chicago yeah. uh, I've eight or nine years ago now. You know, and now it's the centerpiece of our, our of our culture and, and our tourism. Right. I don't think you can call this extrinsic. Um, these things that make us a world-class city, mm-hmm. which really include our arts and culture. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Without arts and culture, we're not there. So... Um, so it's a mayor who understands all of these things and a mayor who's willing to lead on some of these types of initiatives and a mayor who's not willing to see the city's investment in arts and culture decrease or mm-hmm. diminish. Although over the past, you know, in, the, in the, these times of economic downturn, have you seen, I, I would imagine there has been mm-hmm. um, a reduction in city support? There has been. There's been a, a, a reduction in city funding, certainly, for mm-hmm. the city arts grants. And I think that's another reason why um, w- we have to be so um, so vigilant and we have to advocate for ourselves because um, if we don't, and I think that's, you know, Frankly, I I don't want to scold or chastise, but I think one of the reasons that um, it was so easy to cut those grants is because um, we are not very good at speaking up for ourselves, at advocating for ourselves. And so um, these things go away if people think that no one cares about them. And I think that it's, you know, it's not just... Um, theater professionals to whom these uh, programs are important. I think that um, 
you know, these programs are important to our audiences and, and to everyone who's, uh, whose lives are touched by arts and culture. And I think that includes everybody in this city. So you've talked about the city arts grants as one very concrete way that the city has supported the theater and the arts in general. Maybe just tell um, the audience a little bit more about what those are and and why they're important. City arts grants are, um, those are grants that are made by the city to um, arts groups all over the city in all neighborhoods um, at all budget levels. Um, And so these grants, um, particularly for theaters, and and I don't know a lot about the other disciplines, but they give them out in all disciplines, mm-hmm. um, particularly for theaters. For a lot of the small theaters, it's um, it might be the first grant that they get, or it might be the only grant that they get. And it's not a lot of money, and it's never been a lot of money, but it's a very important um, first step for a lot of people, mm-hmm. and it's a very important expression of support for a lot of people Um, and I know that there I have sat on the grant panels and um, these grants you know the applications are not easy Um, they're not easy applications to fill out because they are you know you're you're applying to the city government so there's a fair amount of bureaucracy involved Um, but I've sat on the panels and and it's taken very seriously Mm -hmm. and um, it's not you know this it's not just hand it out it's not it's a very you know it's a process that everybody has to go through and it's taken very seriously and I think that it goes a long way towards um, towards making arts organizations feel like their city is that their city wants them here. They're at the table. They're at the table. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. So there's the city arts grants. There's the Department of Cultural Affairs. um, And maybe you could talk quickly about the ways that that institution has been important to Chicago theater. Department of Cultural Affairs. Mm -hmm. Oh, has been very, very important to Chicago theater. Um, The department has um, two theater spaces um, downtown, the storefront theater, and then they have a studio space that's inside um, the cultural center. And um, what they do in the storefront theater is they invite small companies to... um, bring shows there and it's a really really supportive environment for people to have more exposure than they could get in the whether they perform in a rental space or a borrowed space or wherever they perform most of these companies don't have their own performance space it gives them a chance to be seen downtown Um, they get some extra marketing support and it's a really really great program and it really showcases um, one of the things that makes Chicago theater great which is our storefront theaters Um, and then the uh, studio space is a space for very very small theaters um, who really are still, you know, maybe they're in their first or second or third year and they're still um, finding who they are. It's really more of an experimental mm-hmm. space. Kind without an incubator a, almost. Yeah, mm-hmm. an incubator. Um, and um, they, um, they're they able to have a performance space that's, you know, it, it's not... Um, 
incredibly well equipped technically but it has some equipment and people are able to um to do shows in there that you know might not um be ready for them to take into another venue and a place mm-hmm. for them to really sort of um figure out who they are so that's a really great space too um they've you know as far as um the community goes the department has always um offered you know space for meetings and gatherings and things like that um always been very very supportive the um the folks who work for the department have always been very supportive of um everything that we do i see very knowledgeable about theater very knowledgeable and i see people at events all the time Mm -hmm. at the theater all the time um and really understanding what's going on well what are the other ways that the the city has importantly supported the arts or in your fantasy world could support the arts that that are the things essentially we would be you know lobbying for now as we reach out to candidates oh so many things <laughs> i think you know and i can i can really only um i can only speak for theater and i know that music and dance and the museums and you know everyone sort of has their wish list of you know what they would like to see mm-hmm. city government do um i think from from our perspective the biggest uh the biggest thing that i would like to see is that we are able to um partner with the city on a lot of different issues. So um, we would like to be at the policy table whenever, you know, when, when, when we're talking about education, right? That's one of the hugest mm-hmm. things that the mayoral candidates are talking Public about. Public education, yeah. And I think the only person who's really talked, you know, seriously about arts education is Carol Mosley Braun. You know, it's been, you know, there's so many studies, it's been proven just over and over and over again that students do better when they have an arts education. And so we can, we can help. We can be at that table. We're already supplying, you know, most of the arts education that happens in Chicago public schools is being supplied by arts organizations at this point. And that's usually funded with private Foundation money with foundation money. Say, okay, Mm -hmm. great little theater. You can also do an outreach program in your local public school or whatever. Correct. So there's a way that that the theaters are leveraging private money and funneling it into education. Exactly. Uh huh. uh -huh. Um, So to to be at the you know to to be there to be invited in when we're talking about education to be you know and there's other there's theaters that are doing you know such great work with high school kids there's Mm -hmm. two that i know of um free street theater and albany park theater project both working with high school kids these kids have not only do they have a hundred percent graduation rate from high school they have a hundred percent graduation rate from college Mm -hmm. so that is well that's the that's a huge success story so i think that we have a lot to offer if you had you know five minutes sitting next to each of the candidates alone 
<laughs> you could really, you know, get down and say what you really wanted to say. What would that be? What would you say on behalf of Chicago Theater? Oh, I think it would be, uh, I, I, I think I would, you know, I, I think the first thing that I would have to do would be to educate them about Chicago Theater, mm-hmm. to tell them that we are, you know, that there are 250 theaters operating in Chicago, that there are 15,000 people employed in Chicago Theater, that 5 million people attend Chicago Theater annually, and that um, the, the, the things that are important to us are a city investment in the arts mm-hmm. and that um, that the that the mayor and and the city council um, continue to see the arts as important to the continued growth and vitality of Chicago. Is there a is there a particular like success story that you might tell? I mean, you've already mentioned, for instance, this Free Street Theater Albany mm-hmm. uh, Theater. Uh, educational successes, mm-hmm. you know, supporting students. Are there mm-hmm. other like little anecdotes you would say? This is l- listen how great this is. Uh, yeah, I would talk about you know Chicago is um, you know in so many ways we are also. Uh, a great export of the city mm-hmm. of Chicago. I would talk about the ways in which we've had an influence um, all over this country and um, reaching out even uh, into the English-speaking world mm-hmm. in terms of the plays that are um, developed and produced in Chicago. We are producing more new plays than any other city I would wager in the world these mm-hmm. things are very hard to, to measure, uh, right. yes, as you might imagine. But mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all the things that um, other people are saying about us. You know, right. um, the Wall Street Journal, the London Guardian, mm-hmm. um, even um, you know the chairman of the NEA, Rocco Landisman. Everyone says we are the best theater city in the world. Right. It's not. It's not. When I first started at the league. I said it, and I sort of like had a little like, mm. right. um, and now it's not just me. Now you don't blush. Yeah, now you don't. Because it's, it's not just <laughs> me. Right. It's other people saying it. So, right. um, you know, I would tell them that. Mm-hmm. And I think we don't, um, I think we don't speak loudly enough about ourselves sometimes in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, we're, we're, we're not good at blowing our own horn and saying what we're good at and what we do. And there's just so much that, um, that, that we've done to, um, to make Chicago great. And what Make sure everybody knows about it. Exactly. At the top of the program, you talked about the website and so forth. What What are the kind of grassroots things mm-hmm. that you know any member of the Chicago theater community ought to be doing to um, help blow the horn, so to speak? Yeah, you should be um, contacting your alderman. I don't think that I said at the beginning of the program that there's also um, there will be on the um, League of Chicago Theaters website that there will be. I um uh, a place where people can go to find information out about um, about the mayoral election, but also about the aldermanic elections, which mm-hmm. I think are very important too. Um, so the things that people can do it is to reach out to their alderman, invite your alderman to your theater, mm-hmm. 
-hmm. Invite your alderman to come see your education programs. Um, Talk to your alderman about what you do in your community. Um, Gather together with the other theaters in your community and and go together to talk to your alderman about what's important to you. And I've said a lot of things about what's important um, here, but we're also going to have talking points that people can use because I think that people need help sometimes Mm -hmm. talking it's just talking specifically about the things that they want but I encourage people to think about you know to think of their theaters in kind of a wonderful life kind of a way you know what would it be like if you weren't there Uh you know and and sort of develop your your ideas and your thoughts around that and get in touch right to the mayoral candidates um, we're going to give you on artspowerchicago.com uh, we're going to be able to give you uh, a lot of different ways that you can um, use that website to um, write letters, to send emails, to get in contact with the mayoral candidates um, so there's going to be a lot of ways that you can get personally involved in this but I would encourage everybody to reach out to their aldermen and their aldermanic candidates and make sure that they know that you're there. Mm -hmm. And there is on the city council um, a committee on special events and arts and culture. Um, And um, I would encourage everyone to find out if your alderman is on that committee and if not, encourage him to be a part of that committee. Um, You know, the the folks who who are listening who are not um, necessarily working for theaters but who are patrons of theaters, I encourage you to do all of these same things. I would encourage you to think of it in the same way and kind of it's a wonderful life. You know, what if your favorite theater um, wasn't there? Mm-hmm. And um, to reach out to your alderman and to the mayoral candidates, um, the... Um, and to encourage them to develop arts policies and, and, and after the elections to make sure that they follow through, to make sure that um, we are, you know, still um, considered a great investment for our city. And not just, you know, not just dollar-wise, you know. It's really important that they come, you know. Mm -hmm. I used to work for the Goodman, and when Mayor Daly would show up, it was really a great event, and Mm -hmm. it was really, it meant a lot to us. And I know that he went to a lot of theatrical events during the course of his tenure, and it was really, really appreciated. How about free tickets for your alderman? (laughs) <laughs> you can give your alderman <laughs> free tickets. I don't know if they can take them. Oh, good point. Um, <laughs> but invite them to yes, see the shows. Most yeah. def- you know, people also, a big question people have for me a lot is, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a 501c3. I'm not supposed to be involved in politics. That's not true. Um, you can't support a specific candidate. You can't put signs up in your lobby and exhort your audience to vote for one candidate or another. Um, but you can give them all the information um that they need um and and don't be afraid to invite them to something it's it's up to them to say no if they can't come to something will you be posting uh, to the extent that candidates do develop arts policies will you be posting those on the website yes um we cannot endorse a particular candidate but we can um provide the, the all the there. information yeah. um and we can say if a candidate doesn't 
have an arts policy, we can't say this candidate does not have an arts policy. Right. And really, that's, and what does that, that speaks mean? volumes, doesn't <laughs> right, it? Right. Yeah. Well, it's, it's interesting times. I mean, we've, you know, we all, I think, who, who pay attention to Chicago theater have the feeling of that it has just been an amazing couple of decades and a feeling of just something that began, you know, probably in the 60s, just ramping up, revving up, so much happening, such a buzz, finally feeling like there's a world reputation to what's happening. And I, I think it's it's pretty clear that the city government has had something to do with that, you know, the support of the, of the city. And so there there is a lot at stake. Yeah, um, most definitely. Going back to what you were saying there, that we've had a, maybe a golden age in terms of um, city support, city involvement, and um, it could all change, and let's hope it doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, thanks so much for uh, joining me to talk about this. Oh, thank you, Anne. 